Mike, I'm a little unprepared for this episode, so I'm going to apologize in advance. But uh, we'll get through it together. We're, uh, we'll just strap on our oily balls and skate on through. <laughs> it's the Watchers on the Couch. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch. Today we are discussing episodes five and six of His Dark Materials Season 3. These episodes are called No Way Out and The Abyss. I'm Tim. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mike. And in case you're new to the show, what Mike and I do is we uh, give our initial thoughts of the episodes, and then we are going to go through our recap and talk about the show. We're going to start with Episode 5. We're going to finish it off with episode six because that's the last episodes we've seen. That's the last episodes that are out. I think some people, some people may have seen the last episodes already. I don't know if uh, BBC is still getting them a week early or not, but. Oh, you people. Uh, <laughs> British. What do, you, what do you mean, you people? I mean, <laughs> is he talking about us? <laughs> What's this guy on about? All right, Mike, initial thoughts uh, for episodes four. Five and six, dust or bust? Is it sparkly and uh, magical and all that shit and inspires creativity, or is it bust? I'm going with bust. Oh, this busted oh. a nut all over my face, neck, and chest, oh. and I'm not really into that sort of thing. <laughs> so it was, uh, I, it was just a little underwhelming. So yeah. I don't know if I really call it a bust, but. Man, I really felt like uh, I was watching Avatar 2, and I was just dragging on and on. <laughs> so, Mike, have you um, seen Avatar 2? I did. I went oh. and saw that uh, uh, Friday. I have not seen Avatar 2, so. It looks very good. Well, so did the first one. But. Yeah, no. This one does look way better than the first one. Well, yeah, I think are you it's depressed? worth going to see just because of uh, the visuals. But, man, it's are you, three are hours and ten minutes. Three hours and ten minutes, Jesus. Are you depressed after seeing it because you can't live in Pandora? <laughs> no. Do you need a support group? Yeah. I'll be your support group. I'll be the Lord Asriel <laughs> of your support group. Uh yeah, well, that sucks. Thoughts and thoughts and prayers. <laughs> uh I mean, dust. yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say dust. I actually enjoyed these episodes. I do think the time that we spent in the land of the dead was a little too long, especially mm -hmm. in some scenes. Otherwise it was fine. That's pretty much my, you know, only complaint is like, I thought land of the dead kind of drug on a bit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, come on, man, let's go. <laughs> and then there, there's some other stuff. It's like, why is it like this? It doesn't mm -hmm. seem like it was explained to us. I feel like we're missing something that the book probably gets into. Um, I feel that way with a lot of things in this show, but I'm also a dumb dumb, so maybe I could uh, miss some things. Well, we'll talk about two things. Like I think a lot of the Mary Malone stuff is—it's not necessarily going over my head, but it's like mm, this feels rushed. It feels like there should be more here. Um, <laughs> but the Mary Malone stuff actually started to pay off, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's just I like what is what is what's happening. <laughs> uh, I learned a new language in just a day. It happens. Uh -oh. Yeah. She's very I smart. Can't, I can't learn a sentence in Spanish in three months. I mean, uh, <laughs> do you learn a whole new language well, yeah. in a day from an well, yeah. elephant? But you're a dum-dum. Yes, this is true. <laughs> you said you were and a dum-dum. she's dumb -dum. really smart. She's so really smart. It makes sense. And she's uh, 
Although, I mean, you were smart enough to guess something. Uh, so that's exciting. Yay. I don't remember what I guessed because I'm. You, <laughs> you guessed that the elephants were angels and the elephants I, are angels. I don't think they are. At, at first, I thought they were. But humans have that same th- or have that same thing of dust, like when Azrael took a picture of people with his whatever ca- you know that fancy little dust camera. Mm-hmm. I thought adults have dust, but the children don't. So I just was like, "Oh, it's just another being that is an adult being that has dust." Mm, I don't know, but well, we'll get into it. Um, the other maybe stuff- everybody's an angel, basically. Because, yeah, you're not an angel until you're an adult. Uh, (laughs) You didn't gather enough dust, you know, for the picture to see it. Suck up more dust. Uh, The end of episode five with McPhail and Coulter started to annoy me a bit, but I got over it pretty quickly Mm -hmm. once uh, episode six started. So we'll get into our discussion of episode five. No way out. Um, We'll start. Let's start with the Mary stuff, I guess. So. Mary's following the talking elephant thing, and she follows it to a group of trees where these creatures live, skating on these oily fruit balls, oily seed balls. and <laughs> Going all Tony Hawk pro skater on their heelys. And I looked at that. It's like, is this in the book? Because it better be in the book. Otherwise, if they just added this for the show, it's kind of ridiculous. And even, even when Mary Malone's like, seriously? I'm like, yep, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I put together from like the flashback where she's talking to the computer, she's talking to that same voice that this elephant creature is. This I, know, I did not put that together. Yeah. So when no, and, and God, what? Yeah. Wait on the computer. That elephant speaks English, but it doesn't speak English. You know. I guess it's being translated. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it's the same voice. And that voice says, like, we're angels and you're to be the serpent. And I think, like, they're the ones that, like, then she starts the I Ching stuff and ends up there. And now she's learning this language. And so, yeah, I think we're supposed to, unless I miss something, I could be the dum-dum. But I think we're supposed to believe that these are also angels. All right. That's what I initially thought. And then I remembered, I just remembered back, like, adults have dust but the children i don't think do these are these are because dust is angels. dust is sin you know and adults mm-hmm. have all the sin so i don't know these people need a dust buster well get a vacuum <laughs> so what's the problem yeah mike's favorite then, oh god yeah but mary i thought it was nice that mary uh draws one of them like the one of their french elephants she's an excellent drawer too <laughs> draw me like one of your french elephants <laughs> uh there's yeah there's a tongue coming out of the snout and she's like this is you it's a dick butt <laughs> i was about to say dick butt <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um yeah so we get a there there blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot going on with Mary in this, but it basically boils down to something that can be summed up here where she's Mike's favorite thing here is we get a montage of her learning the language and 
not only what the words mean, but what the uh, snout movements mean in context of the language. And just like it's also I mean, I like that stuff in in shows and movies. It's one of my favorite things in 13th Warrior, where Antonio Banderas learns the Vikings language uh, mm-hmm. while being prisoner. I liked it. I just it just felt rushed. So everything about the yeah, everything about the Mary stuff yeah. feels rushed, except for the fucking all of her walking last episode. I know that's that's what I'm saying. Like it could have, I don't know. There, I think there are certain parts that could have been sped up, and other parts slowed down mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, yeah, like Mary's part. But who's pacing the show? The people. I don't know, that maybe that would have been boring. Yeah. You know, do we it really want to? Uh, yeah, do we really longer time watching her learn that language? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got oily nuts. <laughs> nuts a bit oily. Am I oh, look what I rooms? found! Some dino DNA. Oh no, it's a it, it's a lens. Uh, it does, wait, hold on! It does, still doesn't work right. Oh, what if I put your your ball oil on it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we learned that they're talking a lot about something called shraf in their language, <laughs> and the reason Mary is there is to learn to see Zach Shraf. And we learn that Sraff is dust and she learns to, and the entire reason she's here is to see dust, learn to see dust. She and looks through the lens and she's like, Ooh, now I can see your dust. <laughs> <laughs> Old dusty ball. Oh my gosh. Let me put some clothes on. And she learns to see this by making a lens of this like amber glass. I don't know if it's supposed to be. Is it an amber spyglass? Um, <laughs> what like, yeah, this shit's just like laying in the water. It's like, where did this come from? Why is this here? It's like, I'm finding a fuck ton of it in this water. It's like, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was collecting at first for. She's like, oh, <laughs> let's back at home. And then, yeah, she's like, I need a lens. And she happens to find a big fucking round piece of it that's nice <laughs> and flat. It's like, this seems convenient. <laughs> uh, but she yeah, I made one. And then she, she polishes it with the uh, ball oil from these pods, and <laughs> she can see dust. Now she climbs a tree and eats a sausage, and uses the lens to see that the dust is leaving the trees. Mike, the trees are dying, and mm, uh, so sad. So are the atolls or angels or whatever they are, and that's all that the Mary stuff really boils down to in episode five. So yep. we'll get into the next part. This is the land of the dead and Will and Lyra are being ferried to the land of the dead. And we'll ask Lyra what it feels like to be away from her demon pan. And they start to compare notes here because Will is starting to feel, feel it too. It's like, it's like all your secrets are out. It's like somebody got the password to your iCloud account and they have all your dick pics now. And it's like, oh, no, it's not. Well, <laughs> I was there. What's an iCloud? And it's like, never mind. Um, <laughs> but it seems to suggest that Will has left his own demon behind. And there's some talk that if they get out of there, maybe they'll be reunited. So maybe we do get a tangible demon for Will, Mike. No, no, maybe. We shall see. Was like, are we there yet? <laughs> It's like, you hey, boat man, are we there? You know, I'll turn this boat around. I dare <laughs> you. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> um, so it's time for them to get off the boat, and they wander around for a bit. It's uh, there's a lot of like wandering around. It's like, oh, there's dead people here. It's the land of the dead, mm-hmm. and they're all uh, monochrome and gray. 
And the uh, the wardens of this land of the dead are harpies that try to get in your head. And they come across some of the dead that um, the harpies don't like the inmates talking to each other. And one of them says, after they do some, uh, somebody asks Lyra whether or not she comes from a world with demons. And she's like, yeah. And then there's like, oh, I had my demon and blah, blah, blah. And everybody, so all the kids are talking about their demons that they lost. So I don't know if all these kids were severed by Marissa in the research stuff. That would be. Yeah, that would be. That's could be. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, somebody decides, oh, yeah, I'll help you try to find Roger. Uh, but she doesn't last very long. The harpy starts playing some mind games with her and runs off after saying, yo, yo you. You came down here to look for your sister, and then you abandoned your sister. It's like, oh, bye. <laughs> and then right after that, they uh, make Lyra see Pan, who, and Pan's there telling her what a selfish piece of shit she is and how she's only And I'm like, you are so right. Right. <laughs> exactly what we said last episode. <laughs> You're only here for yourself and not for Roger to assuage your own guilt. It's like, yep, we said all of this. But uh, she eventually is like, oh, you aren't real, blah, blah, blah. And you know, she meets up with Will again because she gets separated from Will during the scene. And she's like, man. Yeah, just magically. Magically, they get separated. Like, they were right mm-hmm. next to each other. And then all of a sudden, like, he was gone. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Mind okay. games, Mike. Mimes. Mind games. From the Sons of the Harpy. <laughs> so, yeah, Lyra's like, man, this can't be the place where everyone goes forever. This place fucking sucks. <laughs> then she finds Roger and Roger's like, Oh, you showed up. <laughs> no, but first he like runs away for no fucking reason. Like playing a little weird game of hide and seek. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden stops. And he's just like, Oh, Hey, I'm standing here. Like Roger. Like It's me, Lyra. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? Like, why'd you run away? What the fuck, man? <laughs> this, this is so bizarre because, like, obviously, if you're going to cast Roger, you have to cast like you're going to use the same actor because otherwise it'd be kind of weird to recast mm-hmm. this ghost person that you're looking for. But the fucking difference in age, like, from when Roger was in the show, <laughs> it, like, he's fucking two and a half feet taller now. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. he doesn't look at all the same. I mean, granted, Daphne Keene's like considerably older, too. It's been four years and. Like when you're that age, you just fucking sprout up like a weed. But it is weird that no, you you were like fucking mm-hmm. seven when you died, and now you're <laughs> now you're like twenty four. Yeah, I wish Roger would have played dumb. So it's me, Lyra. I'm like, huh? Who? Lyra, your best friend. Oh, who are you? Lyra Balakwa. Oh, no, he doesn't remember me. Oh, God. You know, I'll just fuck it with you. <laughs> no, I remember. You're, uh, your dad fucking killed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got you killed. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, you should be. It's all your fault. All of it. <laughs> well, she's you like, got me killed. <clears throat> I'm just like, fucking with you again. <laughs> so Lyra's like, oh, I'm going to get you out of here. Uh, this place isn't right. And Roger's like, you fucking think I want to go back to the real world when I look like an ashy old ghost? Yeah. I don't have to put sunblock on down here, man. It's pretty great. Yeah, you you know, uh... these harpies tell me stories and shit, give my brain. Mm-hmm. I hallucinate all the time. I don't, I don't even have to, you know, do drugs. You, uh, <laughs> I'm tripping balls. I'm tripping oily <laughs> balls. But, uh, 
yeah, so he walks off, and then Lyra's kind of like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And like, Will's like, you're not going to give up, right? And he's like, no, he, Roger's right. We've, uh, there's nothing, nothing you can say to change my mind. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad we came all this way for that. Glad you fucking, <laughs> all right. Glad <laughs> I lost, the boat around. glad I lost my fucking soul for this. Um, <laughs> So Will tells her that, no, you're right. This place is like a prison and Roger shouldn't be here. In fact, nobody should be here. So Lyra tells him to make a window, but he can't. He tries to cut the ground and scrapey, scrapey. And then the harpies are like, that's because you're a dumb piece of shit that doesn't know how to use your knife. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) He's a fucking idiot. (laughs) This fucking guy. Why do you have a fucking knife? <laughs> you should stab yourself with it, you moron. Oh, does this knife uh, cut? Does this knife do any editing of the show to speed up the scenes a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the harpies are getting into his head and Lyra's head. And they're all like, oh, if only Will never met you because you're a fucking piece of shit, too. You t- you're two pieces of shit that deserve each other, but you don't really. And Lyra's able to block it out and snap Will out of it. And then she's like, the knife doesn't work because you need to find the high ground, Anakin. The knife doesn't work this low. <laughs> Which, <laughs> what? Why is that a thing? <laughs> you you're too close to the ground to use the knife. You have to get up higher. It, yeah. It can cut through anything. If if anything, like they should just cut through it and there would be rock on the other side. Mm-hmm. I'd go with that. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we can't get through here because it's nothing but rock. I don't know. Well, it's because I don't. I don't know, man, because they do oh. end up walking higher. But like it's between worlds. I think, or something. I don't know. But you're cutting. Yeah. I think I understand now. It it took me talking about it to actually get what the fuck was happening. So, yeah, because you cut through the same place on all the worlds. So Mm -hmm. he's basically cutting underground where there's nothing there yet. Nobody's dug there. He'd be going into Earth. Yeah. So No, but even still, he should still be able to open a window into just a fucking rock wall, you know? Uh, like, uh, <laughs> it's just a rock wall. You would think, well, like, if it can cut own. through, if it can cut through York's armor, then it should be able to pierce the rock and like make a gouge in it. Right. I don't know. Maybe this is something anything. the book explains that we're missing, or maybe we're just being pedantic as we tend to do. I just think it's a world between worlds. There, I don't know. That's where the boat takes you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of questions about this place. Who made this fucking place? But I guess we do kind of find that out. We do find that out in the next episode. So Lyra talks to... What is the reason? Lyra finds Roger again and talks about, like, you know, what do you remember of Jordan College? And starts to spark some memories in Roger and lights around them start to get a little bit brighter. Um, It seems like maybe Roger's getting some of his skin tone back uh, as he remembers things. And then Will shows up with a bunch of other dead people. It's like, hey, they want to listen to the stories too. They want the they want the clip show uh, recap of the episodes or of the series so far. And then uh, Brand comes along, and you know now everybody wants to listen. Well, yeah, it was the has, best story of all. Nobody has a better mm-hmm. story than Brand the Broken. Mm-hmm. So, 
Lyra starts talking about their adventures, and people start to remember their lives and are all like, fuck this place, man. We'll go through whatever hole you want, regardless of what happens to us, if it means we don't have to be in this fucking shithole anymore. <laughs> and then the harpies don't like that. So a harpy comes down and threatens Lyra, and like Lyra's like, yeah, fucking make me a ghost. Do it! Come on, kill me! I'm here! Do it now! <laughs> <laughs> so she asks the harpy like what's it who is your daddy and what does he do and the harpy's like we don't have daddies and fly off oh no names <laughs> names not daddies yeah. it doesn't matter what you <laughs> harpy's like this man has no name <laughs> the harpy has no name <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is will we're still not high enough you're still hitting rock <laughs> Go high. <laughs> hey, harpies. <laughs> Wait, her- harpies? Her- herpes? Herpes. Oh. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Give me your stories. Stories. How Stories light up these little light boxes. People remember that they have lives by like, oh, yeah, there was a world once. And like, because it's like everybody's like losing everything that's about themselves. And they're just kind of like. Fucking meandering around. Cool. Wish I could tell stories and lights would light up. <laughs> That'd be cool. Save a lot of energy. Yeah. So Lee Scoresby finds Lyra. He's like, Lyra? Oh, fuck, you're dead? Oh, you're not dead. You're alive. Thank God. <laughs> and Lyra's <laughs> like, well, you're not? What the fuck? Because, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot that Lyra didn't know that Lee was dead. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she was busy getting put in a box at that time. So the balloon man is back. Yeah, balloon knot. <sighs> so Lee's like, "Hey, everybody, we're getting out of here. Follow the little kid with the knife. Follow that dumb kid." <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is better than this. <laughs> Anything is. I mean, they don't like all their stuff is made of, in the walls. They don't have any like toys or like television yeah that was a very strange thing too i'm like this whole place is just made out of piles of people's stuff like uh, that was i don't know just kind of silly again i think we're missing something that's probably explained in the books but i guess it's like manifestations of their memories or something like that that's making up the world and i don't know i guess we're gonna have to read the books mike makes sense nope (laughs) Apparently, there's books after this trilogy. Really? Yeah. I'd maybe read those, but I have a feeling I'd have to read the other ones to get everything. I'd probably miss a lot if I just read the books after those. Yeah, probably. Um, at some point, Alarbus arrives in the kingdom of heaven and speaks to Metatron about what happened to him. Mm-hmm. I am Metatron. I am Dust Daddy. Ha ha. <laughs> Only I get the dust. Yeah, so, Alarbus uh, says, hey, there's a knife bearer that's uncorrupted and yada, yada, yada. And they've learned to rep- weaponize dust. And there's a guy named Azriel who uh, wants, uh, wants to cut your nuts off. So Metatron says that it's... I have no nuts. This makes no sense. <laughs> knife bearer. Knife bearer means nothing to me. He's not corrupted like the others. It's like, okay. Tell me more about that these is. others. <laughs> yeah. 
which maybe they did last season and I just forgot about it. Hey, wait, there's it's a weapon that can kill me? Eh, whatever. <laughs> no biggie. Metatron's like, well, maybe it's time to send them a warning. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, stop that. <laughs> Don't do that no more. I'll take your dust away. You're no more dust for you. You're grounded from dust. Dust, Danny. Dust or death. Like dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said death first. Meanwhile, back at the Magisterium, Coulter is imprisoned, and Roke shows up going, hey, what's the plan? Um, seems like your buddy Dr. Cooper is acting against her will, but they're still going to sever your fucking demon and blow up your daughter. And she's like, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stay here. <laughs> Meanwhile, McPhail is about to cop a McFeel on this golden monkey. When Gomez, when Gomez shows up and it's like, hey, you can't spank another person's monkey. That's against God's law. Yeah. <laughs> and, and McFeel is like, what did the five fingers say to the face? Smack. He's like, Get out of my sight. Let me touch this monkey. I'll touch any monkeys I want. <laughs> a little later. Gomez shows up and is like, uh, President Daddy, I uh, I have an idea to make amends. Like, we're going to kill Eve, sure, but what about the serpent that tempts her? She's still out there somewhere. I can hunt her down. Please let me do this, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and McPhail's like, yes, okay. please leave. Finally, I'll be able to stroke that monkey in peace. <laughs> no one will interrupt me while I spank my monkey. <laughs> spank your monkey. Uh, the next thing that happens at the Magisterium a little later is they're strapping Coulter in to sever her monkey to launch the Solba bomb. And she's trying to convince Dr. Cooper what a uh, sack of shit McPhail is and how this all needs to stop. But McPhail comes in, tries to get her to repent. There's still time for you to repent. Uh, I'm so wheezy or like whatever, like the way he talks. Yeah. She doesn't. She's a little like, bit of joppery in him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's breath. He's a very breathy man. Yeah. So yeah, they go to launch the soul bomb, and just as her demon's about to get severed, Doctor Cooper stops this whole thing. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I refuse. And so McPhail kills her with a big fucking socket wrench or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, divorce socket wrench. <laughs> divorce socket wrench. Roke flies in, cuts the monkey free, and the monkey starts to free Coulter. McPhail comes in, uh, grabs Roke, and kills him by throwing him against the wall. Mm, Which poor Roke. I think I'm kind of annoyed. I like okay. I get like there needs to be some consequences to actions, and like not everybody can survive. I feel like Roke being grabbed by this fucking dude. Like, there's nothing special about this guy. Like, the fact he just fucking could snap a, snatch a flying mm-hmm. fairy lord out of the air and beam him against a wall. Eh, seems weak. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I didn't really care that Rogue died. Well, sure. we didn't get enough time with him. You yeah. know, if we got more time with him, I would be like, whoa, no, not Rogue. Not Rogue. <laughs> My Rogue. <laughs> He's definitely not the Ned Stark of this show, so. Yeah, right. Uh, so 
Coulter gets free and starts slapping McPhail on the back <laughs> to, oh my God. to get him to the ground. I didn't notice that at first, so I did like a little quick rewatch today. Not my full one. I kind of fast forward through most parts, but mm-hmm. a couple parts I rewatch that part. She like karate chops him like <laughs> in his back, <laughs> and he falls down. <laughs> yes, it's I like can't listen, I didn't notice it on the first watch. If like if a couple patty cakes to the back fucking take you down, then you definitely cannot <laughs> be grabbing a fairy lord out of the air and throwing him against a wall. <laughs> Patty cakes to the back. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> then she did double axe handle, man. Just bam, bam. Yeah, the Star Trek. She pulls the uh, like uh, the uh, the Will Riker or like all uh, basically yeah. all do that. And it's like this is this is the most effective move in Starfleet. Put your interlink your fingers right. and smack somebody in the back. It wouldn't even do that much. It would probably hurt you more. It'd than It'd probably break your them. fingers if you did it. It's right. like the soft part. Like, <laughs> yeah, soft part to soft surfaces. <laughs> Wait, no, soft parts to hard surfaces. Hard parts to soft surfaces. That's what. Uh, that's how you hit somebody. <laughs> I hear. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's on his back after the uh, the patty cakes. And that's enough for her to like grab his like scarf and try to choke him with it. And then he like judo flips her over and starts choking her with his bare hands. It's like, man, two guys with their fucking hands on my neck in the same day (laughs) or however many days it's been. I don't know how many days it's been. Yeah. She's like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to like, I haven't eaten in days because I'm not eating your fucking grub food, but I am going to take a fucking snack out of this arm. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know the Marissa's were biters. (laughs) I'm so hungry. (laughs) Jesus, help me. Help. (laughs) So she bites his arm and then slams his head into the ground, which unfortunately doesn't kill him. Um, Yeah, I totally thought he was dead. I was hoping they tricked me. So Coulter starts look, gets out of the room, starts looking at all the devices and McPhail gets up and starts to strap himself into the chair and his demons crawling on the thing. And McPhail grabbed the key. So she can't turn it off, but she manages to essentially like just pull the whole fucking plug out. Everything powers down. And at the very, like, very, very last second. Yes. build build that tension. drama. Yeah. <laughs> And the entire time, my wife is there. Why doesn't she fucking kill him? <laughs> kill him. Kill him. <laughs> what do you do? Just kill him. See, that's why we need Sarah on the show. <laughs> and, then, uh, uh, and this is about when Metatron's message comes down while McPhail is trying to free himself. And he's like, you want to fuck around with dust? Time to find out. And for whatever fucking reason, this angel beam triggers the guillotine that severs McPhail's demon, which launches the bomb and kills McPhail. Mm-hmm. And we know he's dead because we see his uh, his demon disintegrate, which that's another thing. His demon can change. His demon never had a permanent shape. What do you mean? Well, his demon's uh- a snake. Like no. in all the other episodes, right? Nope. No, that was uh It's always been like a Boreal. salamander. Yep. That's right. That's right. I'm dumb. Okay. And there was another dude that had like a spider, I think. 
then, uh, that's Pavel. No, that wasn't Pavel. Oh, well, I don't remember. Maybe it was the guy before him. I don't, yeah, I don't know. You're, yeah, you're right. Boreal had the snake, man. This is what happens when I don't rewatch seasons. But, uh, yeah, it became, so does dust, this mean so that, uh, this mean that McPhail is in the land of the dead? <laughs> that would be, uh, he should be. And, and then he gets to go free. Yeah. Look, <laughs> tell me our stories. <laughs> Wait, they didn't go through the door, right? Lyra and Will? <gasps> McPhail's going to fucking show up in the land of the dead. He's going to be able to kill her in the land of the dead. Uh, He's going to keep her from leaving the land of the dead because he's now in the land of the dead. Well, he's still got to cross. Like, he's got to, like, punch his ticket and fucking get in line. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't know our timelines if they're, if, like, when each thing is happening, you Mm -hmm. know? Maybe that walk up the fucking mountain of people's stuff. Well, no, we know. (laughs) Took forever. Sure, but we know the timeline based upon when the bomb explodes. Yeah, well, maybe since McPhail is like, you know, president religion, he gets like a fast pass, you know, like a Six Flags. <laughs> it's like, the line. I want to get on Thunder River. <laughs> it's, it's not just a normal boat ride over. <laughs> he, gets to, he gets to take the log flume. Yeah. This fucker. <laughs> Wee! Oh, Do you take man. my picture? <laughs> oh, photo. So I'm then a we bit see pale. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we see the bomb fly into the land of the dead and blow up quite a ways away with an explosive wave of electricity that uh hits everybody down there. <clears throat> and that's yeah, I thought this thing ends. had like precise, like precision. They made it sound system. like this was gonna be a homing missile <laughs> that was gonna yeah. fucking blow up in her face. <laughs> fucking a mile away she doesn't even die what a shit fucking bob yeah spoiler alert for the next episode she's fine will's fine everybody else down there's already dead completely ineffective weapon right mcphail's plan sucked the angel's plan sucked yeah uh, so fucking stupid that's fine it's fine. Yes. So we're going to uh, jump into episode six, which is The Abyss. And this is the one where I have very sparse notes for, and it's only for the first few minutes because, hey, it's the holidays and I ran out of time. So we start similar to the first episode of this season where the angels are narrating. We get a narration from Metatron. About how in the beginning, dust was given to mankind and it gave them free will and ignited their creativity and blah, blah, blah. But free will corrupted them. So dust is going to be drawn into darkness once more. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, how did it corrupt them exactly? Like, what's, what's, the, what's the metrics that we're weighing things against here? Dust gave them boners and all they <laughs> wanted to do was fuck everything. It ignited their creativity. And we know that's very bad. They ignited their They're creativity. They're creative at fucking things. They started docking. What? <laughs> they were fucking the animals. <laughs> you can't do that. So, yeah, that's and that's the gist of that narration. We uh we open in the magisterium. Coulter finds Fra Pavel uh, after she wakes up from 
uh, getting deafened by angel beams and her and the monkey uh, head out. They leave Roke's body there. I'm saying you could put him in your pocket, but okay. Um, but she goes to Fra Pavel to demand to find out if Lyra's dead. And he uses the church's alethiometer. And he's like, oh, she's in the darkness. Darkness, huh? Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happens now because I'm low on notes. Um, in the he land of the yeah, in the land of the dead, everybody's fine, actually. All the dead people still dead, so they're fine. Will and Lyra both alive, bomb 100% ineffective. Back in the other worlds, we start seeing the ground split and. Coulter returns to Asriel, tells him Lyra's dead. Asriel appears <laughs> on the surface, completely unaffected, and is all, sorry about your loss, thoughts and prayers. Well, thoughts at least, because prayers are bullshit. Um, she's like, hey, Dick, they sent a bomb made with her hair to blow her up. Lord Roke and I, or Lord Roke died trying to help me stop it. And Asriel's like, ah, it's all right. You shouldn't blame yourself. And she's like, of course not, fucker. I stopped it. <laughs> Metatron's response to your provocation did it. You killed her. And I'm never yeah. going to forgive you. When he finds out that she's dead, like, he's just like, meh, boring. <laughs> I got angels to kill. <laughs> tinker, tinker, tinker. If that's true, I'm sorry for your loss. What? Fuck off. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> There's no time for him to, like, really redeem himself. Like, in, in no. a in a meaningful way. Like, no. obviously like at the end of it all, it's going to be, Oh, I've always loved you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, this isn't earned. You Mm-mm. son of a bitch. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he doesn't like sacrifice himself for Lyra or some stupid bullshit. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Cause it's, that's how that's then him have to fuck again and make a baby. You know, when that like breaks the spell and Eve to <laughs> Eve to yeah. Eve Boogaloo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so later, Asriel's going down one of the cracks in the earth to take dust measurements and snow pussy is all. This is a bad idea. And I don't know yeah, how dude, f- he like takes his PKE meter. and He's like, oh, there's dust. Ooh, there's ghosts. Dust readings. <laughs> Let me jump down there. He's like, dude, this is awesome. The fucking world is breaking apart. Sweet. Yeah. What a fucking maniac. Meanwhile, how far can he be from his demon? Uh, Yeah, I guess uh, relatively far because, yeah, his demon was up on, uh, on the top of the cliff. But meanwhile, like Lyra in season one, Sarah brought this up. Like in season one, when she was in the apartments with Coulter, like even just being down the hall was too far. For, I know. Maybe, maybe as you get older, you can kind of be farther away. You can kind of deal with it a little more because mm. we find out Marissa, like it actually does hurt when she's mm-hmm. away, you know, she just blocked it out. So you can probably just train yourself to deal with the pain of it. You know, some people better than others, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Cause as you get older, you start to lose your soul because yeah. the world fucking sucks. You start right? to, it's covered in dust. <laughs> you also start to lose Fucking. control of uh, your uh, your bladder and uh, your rectal muscles. Like the older <laughs> you get, so it's like one of the. It's all tied together. 
You trying to tell me something, Tim? <laughs> you wearing some depends right now? No, I still got another twenty years, I think, before I have to do that. Well, that's good. No, mine's uh, it's super tight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I had a proctology exam yet. <laughs> I haven't had a proctology exam yet. So I haven't had a, <laughs> I haven't had a doctor ever tell me it's loose. <laughs> I've got like he's like, whoa, I can barely get in there, buddy. <laughs> Tightest, tightest one I've ever been in. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> it's your asshole, Marty. It's your asshole. <laughs> it gets loose in the future. <laughs> you telling me you built a time machine? <laughs> to look at my asshole? What, do we become assholes or something? You're a full asshole. <laughs> you you turn into a giant <laughs> loose asshole. <laughs> it's your kids. It's your kids' assholes, buddy. Uh, okay. This, as far as I know, this is where the episode ends because I'm out of notes. <laughs> no, uh, so, Ruta Scotty is... Uh, scouting. Well, she's not. Her demon is scouting. She's talking with a gunway. And all of a sudden, the bird, the eagle, gets sucked down the crack. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't feel good. And no. <laughs> it's, it's not nice. And then Asriel <laughs> sees this, and he's like, oh, no. And doesn't really do it. I mean, I don't know what he'd be able to do uh, to stop it. Because he can't fly, but <laughs> I don't no, know. No, bud, don't go over there. Don't go. <laughs> but it's like turn the fuck around, idiot. But if the bird gets sucked down the crevice, what keeps Soul Pussy from just jumping in? I know that's what I was. It was that was a little bit confusing. I'm not sure. So, at any know. rate, we uh, we watch the demon go down, turn into dust, and Ruta Scotty dies. Yeah, what a bummer. And, I uh, liked Ruta. Yeah. Yeah, whole yeah, the beautiful witches are cool. Ruta. Mm. Yeah, she has a good character. And uh, she, uh, with her dying breath, she tells Serafina Pecola, hey, uh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Psst, Serafina. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Psst, Serafina. Just because a witch goes like this doesn't mean they're dead. Hey, she Serafina. So maybe Rudy will come back. Serafina did was like, I can still feel the presence here. Like what presence? It's not Christmas yet. Yeah. It's, uh, and then Asriel's like, well, she's uh, that's because part of her dust is sucked into this hole. <laughs> There's no peace for anybody. Oh. <laughs> uh. Why didn't, why didn't Serafina... Oh, maybe Serafina's demon wasn't around there. Yeah, she was just flying herself. She's like, what Superman? <laughs> you know, when they do close-ups of the witches, I just think it looks real weird. Uh-huh. Like, their shoulder movements, they're just like... <laughs> like, this weird... I don't know, you have to watch it, but I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know... Odd. I don't know what it's supposed to look like when a human flies through the air. <laughs> I don't either, but it just... Do you have to put your fist out like Superman? Because that look also looks weird. 
maybe they're doing it more realistically and maybe I'm just used to superheroes doing it. I feel like if I was Superman and I was flying, I'd be more like this, trying to keep the wind out of my face. What you don't don't see is everybody going like this and crashing into mountains. Dude, you need some goggles, man. Nobody has goggles. No no flying superhero has goggles. (laughs) Man. Only Spider-Man has like lenses on. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with the Azrael stuff right now. Serafina uh comes by, she almost kills Azrael. He's like, Whoa, wait, wait, hold up. Yeah. Yeah. My life's in your hands. He's like, No, it wasn't me. It was the evil angel dude. I had nothing to do with that. I didn't like tell him, Hey, you up there, go fuck yourself. (laughs) What are you gonna do? Huh? Come at me, bro. What are you going to do? Suck up all the dust? (laughs) You can suck this dust. (laughs) Suck the dust off my dusty balls. (laughs) These dust. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay. I guess I'll stick with you guys. I'll I'll try to kill. I'll kill the angel. Sure. I'll join the Republic of D's. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you check to see if D's are oily? <laughs> oh, man. Where we got next? Uh, yeah, so Serafina Pekula joins the resistance um, because Asriel's like, hey, if you want uh, vengeance for Ruda, then you need to stick by me because we're going to kill God or God's going to kill me either way. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you're uh, you're going to get your revenge. Um. He goes down to see York Berenstein, and I don't remember why. Uh, he wants to know where Lyra went. That's basically why he asked, or why he went there. Because I was confused at verse two, but he was trying to find out where exactly Lyra was. He's How like, would- oh, she said, I don't know, but that knife is too strange. <laughs> Because he also tells them about the knife, like, oh, no, the knife wasn't broken. And they went to this place that's in we between worlds. Knife. She or, went to the, she went to the, the land, land of the dead, of the dead mm-hmm. but she was alive when she went in. You misunderstand. <laughs> and then, it's like, wait, the knife's broke. He's like, nah, I fixed it, bro. I fixed that shit. How'd you do that? Um, I don't know. I just knew how to do it somehow. And one day it was like, like super weird to me. And then one day it just came to me. Right. And then it's she's magic, like, man. it's dust. Yeah. And he's like, well, if we're told there's a heaven and a hell, which one is she in? And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not her. Meanwhile, how the fuck does the polar bear know this shit? I know. How does he know how to fix the knife? How does he know about the land of the dead? What the fuck? Like you think he's just he a would... po- it's not like he travels the world, really. <laughs> he stays in his whole one fucking area. Yeah, but he knows uh, that. Yeah, this is what the afterlife is. It's like if you fucking told us that, you probably could have saved us a shit ton of time. <laughs> Why didn't you tell us that years ago? <laughs> I don't know. You're kind of a piece of shit, Azriel. <laughs> like she went to sit, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my daughter's fucking doing a prison break in purgatory." <laughs> 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 now I like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! What a rebel like me. 
so he goes back and tells uh, Marissa that, well, Marissa during this time has uh, had a falling out with her monkey. <laughs> yeah. Monkey's like, I'm fucking done being spanked, bitch. <laughs> See ya. So the monkey goes off and uh, spanks his own monkey. <laughs> yeah. Serafina Pecola comes in and tells her, like, I heard about Lyra, uh, thoughts and prayers. And you must have really loved your daughter or something like that. It's like, I didn't love my daughter. I was incapable of love. And it's, well, the fact that you feel like shit means you loved her. And it's like, okay, this is, let's, let's get on with this. Cause yep. that, cause I didn't like take a note on that. I have Marissa and Serafina have a chat. That's all I put <laughs> like, okay, neat. Which I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that scene. Yeah. But meanwhile, she, uh, l- shortly thereafter, she, uh, well, she wants to leave, and that's when she finds out that the uh, the intention craft is gone, and Asriel's talking to York Berenstain Bear, and then she uh, goes to talk to her monkey, and she's like, "Hey, I've been a real piece of shit. I've given you years of abuse and neglect, and uh, just whatever. But by the way, I'm real sorry." Hope you can forgive me. <laughs> Please take my hand. And then I thought like it would be hilarious. Like when the monkey's like reaching, if she just fucking grabbed him by the neck and threw him <laughs> against the wall. Don't you ever disobey me again. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> you dumb fucking monkey. You think I loved you? Uh, I'm not sorry. But I bet you're sorry, aren't you? So like, oh, this whole time. I thought you were the bad monkey, but it was me. It was, it was me. actually the bad monkey. Now I must dance, monkey. Dance. So now that she's... And now I know, like, she's... Well, she's going to have to fucking die because her character arc is now over because she's made amends with her monkey. <laughs> right. Um. Then Azriel returns and tells her, oh, by the way, Lyra's alive. And basically just recaps everything that Eorik said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not before saying, man, even when we die, we get put in fucking purgatory. It's like, I don't care about that shit. <laughs> like, stop it with your dumb fucking crap. Where's my daughter? <laughs> and uh, what happens next with Asriel? Uh, that might be I it until they find oh, yeah, out I think- that mm-hmm. until they find out that Lyra is separated from her demon. I don't yeah. remember. There's like, yeah, if, if the demons don't cross to the land of the dead, so that means Pan's still on the other side, and then everybody's like, oh, well, if Lyra and her demon are separated, then they're vulnerable. And it's like, what? What kind of vulnerability don't like? They're already fucking vulnerable, or they were vulnerable mm-hmm. before. But okay. I mean, I guess if somebody captures Pan and fucking kills him, then yeah, then she's dead. But. I guess. How is she going to get back to Pan? Does she have to go all the way back? All the way back down? All the way across the boat? I think she told Pan. Or can they just cut a hole, you know, up where they're at? like, Or go through that same one? And then cut another hole and go back to the beginning of that dead world? I Well, she told Pan to go to Asriel. She did? I think so. 
She said, like, oh. you'll get to, like, I'll meet you at Asriel's, you have, but you have to get there. Oh. When he was All like, right. oh, what, what do I do? Blah, 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 blah. So. Go to my asshole dad. <laughs> this whole fucking, yeah. This, man, what if this next episode is just Pan and whoever Will's demon is just fucking walking around? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's Mary, but Mary's not walking around. There, one of those elephants is walking around, but she's riding it. There we go. And that's all the episode yeah. is. It's just that those two points of view. That would be really boring. <laughs> so, or Mary, Mary's probably gonna be like, I have to get somewhere, but it's gonna take so long. I can't do it from just walking. And Alvin's like, Let me get my nuts. <laughs> I just cruise around real fast. She's like doing a hoverboard on the fucking oily balls and just. <laughs> Don't you know? Nuts can't go on water <laughs> unless you have power. <laughs> so yeah, Serafina tells her. I think I said, yeah, I think it was Serafina. Like Eve's now the most important thing. Asriel, you have to get to her. Make sure she's safe. Fuck all your other stupid war sh- bullshit. And he seems to be like, yeah, okay, I'm daddy now. <laughs> Shitty daddy versus dust daddy. Dun, dun, dun. So then, yeah, back with the Lyra stuff. I don't know what they're, if there's actually a whole lot to talk about with the Lyra stuff. I mean, they're what the, they've decided that they're going to go, um, to, <coughs> they decide they're going to go reach the high ground. So, like, the whole episode is them trying to get to high ground. Will's looking for his dad. Uh, Lee says, Hey, I'll uh, catch up. I think I know how to summon your dad. He goes, like, Oh, What's your dad's name? John Perry. John Perry. Choppery. It's like, that's a big jump. It's a big jump. It happened. They fucking did it. They fucking (laughs) did it. When that happened in the episode, I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Like, wait, John Perry, John John Perry, Joe Choppery. I know a fucking weirdo like that. Your name must be Wilpery. (laughs) <laughs> so he's like yeah i think i have a way to summon him i'll catch up and it's like <laughs> that he <laid> there. so <laughs> at some point in here lyra like looks down into the big dust cracks and, like dives in but gets saved by the fucking harpy that she asked what its name was and- yeah what the fuck <laughs> that was so strange I'm like, oh, this is so goofy. Now the harpies like the stories. They're like, yes, it nourishes. Mm, feed me mm. stories. Yummy, yummy, yummy. So again, I feel like this is something that like we're missing. We're missing details that are in the books here. And, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> but it gets named Gracious Wings. And now that it has a name, it's like, yeah, you can't take my name back. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> She's like, well, I haven't given you pronouns yet. So just hang on. <laughs> Your name is Ding Dong Flappy Bits. <laughs> you can't take it back. <laughs> it's like, hey, can you Wait, help? take it back. I mean, that's half a name. It's like, if everybody tells you their real stories, uh, will you let them go? It's like, liars can't leave. Yeah, that's fine. That's not what I said. <laughs> I'd say they make up stories. Just tell, just tell oh. them your stories. <laughs> Nonfiction, please. <laughs> Don't do any of that <laughs> Philip Pullman nonsense. Because <laughs> he'll kill you. 
<laughs> oh wait, you're already dead. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know yeah. what happens. Um, can you eat a dead face? Anybody? <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> Nobody has any stories about that. <laughs> then why are you guys all scared of it? <laughs> it doesn't do anything. All it does is talk to you. All it does is make you feel bad. <laughs> Life did that. <laughs> So yeah, they get they get towards the top, and it turns out that I guess Lee had a shortcut because not only did he summon Joppery, they're fucking ahead of them. Yeah. And and this is like I audibly said, "How the fuck did he get there?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're on a time crunch, like you know. Listen, we've only got two episodes left. We got to wrap this shit up. Maybe he made a balloon. I don't know. And then Will's like, hey, I didn't do anything you told me to do. And he's like, that's okay. <laughs> you're a good kid. Because you're, cause you're my son. <laughs> I love you. Hugs. I, 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 uh, I don't act like I love you. <laughs> I'm very... <laughs> I'm like the stone you're trying to cut through. <laughs> I have no emotions. But I will hug you. <laughs> it's not your fault, Will. What? It's not your fault, Will. Don't fuck with me, Jabbery. <laughs> not you. Not you, Jabbery. <laughs> not your fault, Will. <laughs> so yeah, they uh they say goodbye. He's like, hey, you've uh but by the way, I'm so proud of you. Um, but here's the thing. Don't stay in a world that isn't your own. You gotta go home <laughs> to your mommy. <laughs> So we know that probably Will and Lyra aren't going to end up together because <laughs> Will has to stay in his world. Mm. Mm. That's fine. He has a demon now, so somewhere, allegedly. Yeah. And then they get to the high ground, and Will's able to cut a hole. And mm-hmm. Roger's like, hey, I'll go first. And they say their goodbyes. It's nothing, nothing really important happens here. <laughs> I'm like, just glad to not see his stupid face. I, I, yeah. I don't like his face. <laughs> he turns, and he turns into dust, and immediately gets sucked into darkness because that's what's happening to all the dust. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody's walking through, and it turns out that the world that will cut through is the world that Mary's currently in with the uh, tree clumps and the atolls. So that's heaven. Sure, elephant <laughs> heaven. <laughs> Welcome. We have oil. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so great here. It's like, wait, we had oil on Earth. <laughs> Oily nuts for everyone. And uh, as they all disintegrate, it's like, hey, tell them your stories. Tell them your stories. Tell them your stories. The king of the north. Tell them your stories. <laughs> and Mary's like hearing, wait, somebody saying something about stories? <laughs> yeah. And that's oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Cause she hears, or at least I'm assuming she kind of hears those voices. Mm-hmm. It seems like it. Yeah. And then she looks out, then there's like, yeah, that's uh, she's looking out where the, uh, the people are disintegrating into. I don't think she mm-hmm. saw anything. Like I didn't yeah, see I any, I didn't see, like, I only have, I don't have a 4k TV, but it didn't seem like there were any dust sparkles from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks, just sees a little bitty, 
vag hole in the sky. <laughs> it's like, wait, Lyra? Dust just spewing out of it. <laughs> yeah, get that check. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> that's uh, that's the episode, I think. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, Mike, there's only two episodes left. I hope they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, or, or yeah, okay. The very end of the episode, I think, is, uh, yeah. But we already talked about that. We're like, purgatory is broken and Metatron's control is weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the whole like, land of the dead it? thing is Metatron's, like, prison. Like, I still don't understand it, though. Yeah, like, it doesn't make any I don't any understand the point and how that helps him keep control. So, uh, and how he can even send people there, you know? How does, how is he, is he always there? Like somebody dies and he's like, oh, I've got to grab their dust. Grab the <laughs> dust and <laughs> throw them down there. Yeah. Over there. And how long has know. it been going on? Yeah. And where's this authority dude? And where does, like, even if you were, do you still go to the land of the dead? And is it like, once you get off the boat, it gets fucked up or. Lots of questions about that land of the dead place. I, don't, I wonder the if they're going to answer. I don't think. Well, I guess there's no reason to answer any of it now because they're leaving the land of the dead. But man, yeah, I want to know. I th- uh, I think there's a point because then, like, if if that's a part of how Metatron's losing his control, at least has to be explained somewhat. Because how does that even give him any control at all? Yeah, of dust or anything. I don't know. I guess, or I guess it depends on where did all these, where did all these people go? You know, when they turned into dust, the land mm-hmm. of the dead people you know, went through the window and were all turned into dust. Where'd they go? Man, all they are is dust in the wind, dude. Do they all just mix in with all the regular dust and, you know, like we like in like real life in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. we're all just stardust. We're all made of star stuff. Eventually we'll be stardust again. I close my eyes. <clears throat> well, until ne- I hope well, we find out. Um, I hope, I'm yeah. excited about these last two episodes because I, I did feel like these were a little slow, but I don't mm-hmm. expect that from the next two. Yeah, so we'll they see. really have to. I mean, that, they, they're going to have to pick up the next two considerably. We mm. got a war. We got a war with angels to fight. Yeah. Unless they just totally cop out of the war. It's like, oh, we uh, we circumvented the war. Everything's safe. It's like, no, man, I want to see my war. <laughs> yeah. Give me action. I wouldn't doubt it. There probably won't be a war. We're like, we're gonna all right, we'll compromise. The war is cerebral. Yeah. Bam, we baby. won't kill you, Metatron. Just compromise. You can be over here. We'll <laughs> give you a land of hell. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a land of transformers. Yeah. Because didn't purgatory exist before hell? Yeah. Um, yeah. So everybody goes. Be a help. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know. Metatron's the devil. He's he's Satan. It's Beelzebub. <laughs> Beelzebub. Well, Beelzebub. Mike, it is the Christmas season. So, or actually, it's like the Christmas. It's the week of Christmas. Christmas is coming. I mm-hmm. hope you have a good one because it will have passed by the time we talk again for the season <laughs> finale, series finale. Yeah. Uh, I hope you have a good one, too. I do. And 
weekend. It's going to be cool. Mike and I have a bonus episode coming out soon. We're uh, getting together with a guest contributor and host of his own Watchers on the Couch series, Chris Nays. We're going to do a year-end year-end wrap-up reviewee type thing. We're going to be recording that sometime next week uh, after we record the finale. And that'll probably be going up on New Year's Day. So if you're interested in some maybe behind the scenes talk, uh, discussions about, you know, what shows we really enjoyed that maybe we didn't discuss on the podcast, what movies, things like that, what we hope to what our resolutions for the new year are, all that kind of happy horse shit. Tune into that. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be the first time we did it, do an in-person podcast in a long time, too. Are we gonna? Are we are going to do it in person? That's the only way Chris will do it. All right, we're doing it at your house. I'm guessing. Oh, uh, can we do it at yours? <laughs> mm, do we have to? Uh, I mean, I don't try. have I, to. I haven't set up. Uh, I haven't set that up for quite a while. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not set up for multiple people. I mean, as you can see, this is my setup. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's kind of. I know. Too. Once Christmas is over, I have some time to try to like slap something together. Maybe we just do it at my dining room table. It's fine. Okay, we'll figure it out. It's coming. <laughs> but mm-hmm. until next week, I'm Tim, and I'm Mike. We'll see you next week for the finale of this HBO series, His Dark Materials. In the meantime, go stroke your demon. Dusty, 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 dusty. (laughs) Don't slip on your oily balls. And Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas from the King of the North. (laughs) The King of the North. Santa. King of the North. (laughs) The King of the North. King of the North. Hey, if you made it this far into the show, let me just say thanks. It means a lot that you take the time to listen to us goof around, and we'd love to hear from you and let us know how we're doing. Consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you leave your podcast reviews, and reach out on any of our various social media channels. Links in the description.